Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Did you ever feel it went over a line? Like, Bill, give him a break. Yeah, of course. I mean, Tom Brady was in his 15th year, had three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, countless Super Bowls, and, and you know, he, he would get on them, but, you know, like, he didn't change. That's what he was doing every year. Uh, you know, I, I think looking back on it, Bill could have probably handled it a little differently. Uh, but I think Bill thought he was doing the right thing. Uh, and also, you know, like everyone on that team knew Tom Brady played better pissed off. So I don't know if it was some master Jedi mind tricks that Bill's <laughs> doing either. Like, I, I honestly don't. Julian Edelman with the Yuck Master General, Colin Cowherd. I, I do agree with Edelman. It's like, Wow. What a novel concept. Getting Brady fired up was how to get the best out of him. Like, it's not exactly a Jedi mind trick from Bill. So I agree with him. I'm surprised Edelman went there, though. Like, I'm surprised ex-players, and I can't wait to see McCordy and Slater and what they have to say. Because apparently they're pretty critical of Bill and the environment late in the Brady-Belichick tenure. Uh, they're pretty critical as the episodes of the Dynasty go along. But I'm surprised Edelman went there. He's like, oh, yeah, some some Jedi mind trick you're pulling there to get Brady angry. Like, no one knew about that. I enjoyed that from him. And I think players are more willing to go there now that it's over and it's done. And, you know, Bill's become a little more of a punching bag. I want to I think know. deservedly so, but more of a punching bag, yeah. I want to know what the story Edelman told that Jeff said he held up as an example to Randy Moss. Did he say it was Edelman? He Didn't did. he say it he was did? Edelman? Okay, yeah. I, I, I thought he, he said Edelman told a story on the record, and I and Moss is like, I showed it to Randy, well, and Randy's it. like, he's like, it's on. I'm like, I hope that story is not one that anyone's heard before, because we've heard some Edelman stories, and I hope that it is in the docu-series, because that oh, I, tickled my interest. Oh, I think it's in. It's got to be in. So one of the things that now I'm curious to now watch and really pay attention to Jeff Benedict, and if you missed any of this, it's, it's definitely worth it on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Get it on your phone. It's free. It's easy. Use the rewind feature. We talked to Jeff Benedict for like a half an hour, uh, and if that wasn't enough, I uh, on six rings they talked to him too, right? Fitzy and Hart talked to him as well. 
And so check that out if you want more from Jeff Benedict. It's all on the Odyssey app. Use the Rewind feature. You can listen live there or tell your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Um, I'm curious to kind of now watch it, knowing what he said, where we really, meaning he and the director, Matt Hamachek, really tried to put in a lot of new stuff that fans hadn't seen. Because once he said that, I'm like, yeah, well, right. The, the Dave Nugent stuff, Brady's roommate, Bill calling Brady on draft day. Like, there's just some stuff you hadn't seen before. There's plenty of footage you had seen. The Brady family footage from when he was a kid has been in the Brady Six and Man in the Arena. And, like, you've seen some of that. And a lot of the game stuff you've seen. But I'm going to be curious to kind of watch along and, and try to see what was unseen. Like, that that film, Arkan, and you made the point before. You're like, man, a lot of the video looked enhanced. Yeah. And he said that to us off the air. He's like, yeah, we did kind of punch up some of the video uh, to make the it game, crisper. The game film, yeah. Yeah, um, but there was that that footage from inside the old Foxborough Stadium after they beat the Raiders in the Snowball in 2001 or whatever, January 2002. And they had to, like, wipe the camera. Yeah, it was all like, fogged up. Because I'm like, what the hell is this footage? It was like you couldn't even see anything hardly. real steamy in there. And they, <laughs> they wiped the footage. Uh, or wipe the lens, and then all of a sudden it starts fogging up immediately again. Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff like that that you just you haven't you haven't seen. It's like you when wearing your glasses when you see Theo walk by. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh yeah, <laughs> ooh Marshand. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, uh, that's uh, our take on the dynasty. Uh, we've been doing it all day long. You can continue to vote at Jones and Mega. Who deserves the most credit for the beginning of the Patriots dynasty? Bills really knows the head. He's at almost forty two percent. Brady's at 40%, Kraft at 11 and Adam Vinatieri at almost 7%. Vote there. You can weigh in on the phones at 617-779-7937. Just because I've teased it a couple of times and we failed to get to it earlier, uh, which is my fault. Daniel Jeremiah, at Move the Sticks on Twitter. I, I like his draft coverage. I-, I tend to feel, regardless of his individual breakdowns on the draft prospects, feel about those how you will. And he's a former scout for the Browns and Eagles and Ravens, I think. Um... He's a former college quarterback at, at App State. Uh, regardless of how you feel about his draft breakdowns, I tend to think his mock drafts really reflect the league. I, I think they're very well sourced, and I tend to think they're pretty accurate. So I like his draft coverage. Uh, he's been tweeting out all these different uh, roster breakdowns for various teams throughout the league. He calls them a championship foundation. And here's the key that he has. He has blue chip players, which are blue. Go figure. Thank you. He has good players, which are green. He has yellow players, age, injury, contract concerns. And he has pink, unproven young players, okay? Take a wild guess. How many blue chip players do you think the Patriots have? Any ideas? Well, I know. Bueller? That would be zero. (laughs) Zero. I would have guessed one. Who would be your guess? Barmore or Gonzalez, one of those two I thought might be a blue tripper. You I'm surprised. saw four games of Gonzalez. I'm I surprised know, but... Gonzalez didn't get more love, to be honest. But it, Mego's right. It was very, very, very short time. He wasn't even a green, right? Like he was Correct. Yeah, guess so... how many green they had. Mego, if you're watching on Twitch, Mego's right. It's one. Yeah. One. And that was Christian Barmore. So zero blue chip players on the roster. Uh, one Bar- green Bar- good player, also, Barmore. Disrespect. To my guy Jabril Peppers, he should be green. He is a green pepper. No, nope, I think this is this is very accurate. He's a yellow pepper. Uh, they had one, two, three, pepper. four, five. They had six yellow players. Face in your face, Jones. <laughs> you have to say in your face. So Mego gets it. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, which Arcan has an issue with. Arcan hates Ramondre Stevenson. Juju Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, 
I'm not sure I would make him yellow. I don't. Why is he even on the list? These it are foundational. So these are foundational pieces. Why is he on the list? Because uh, he's called an offensive playmaker, so he's labeled the same as Stevenson and David Andrews and Matt Judon and Megos Green slash Yellow Pepper, Jabril Peppers, along with Jelani Tavai and Jawan Bentley. Like who doesn't belong on that list? Juju's included with those. Those are all good, solid players. I think they're all very replaceable, but they're all good, solid players. Okay. And then there's a couple of pink on there as well. They must have watched that one game Schuster was good in last year. <laughs> it was the only Patriots game they saw. Yeah, he just watched, <laughs> was it the Pittsburgh game? Yeah. Uh, then there's pink, which is basically, you know, young, unproven players. Demario Douglas, Cole Strange, slash City So, and Christian Gonzalez. He also has red. I don't know how many other teams have red, <laughs> but these are just blank spots. Quarterback, he has three question marks. Offen- quality offensive line beyond David Andrews, Cole Strange, City So. These are basically tackles. He just has red with question marks. Yeah, he should have just written t- tackles. I mean, that is that is bleak. And like I told you before, there's nothing I really need on this team. I said this late last year. I'm like, I would trade everything that's not nailed down. Outside of Christian Gonzalez, fine, you got me. There's nothing I need to have back on this team. The Jets have a red pepper. It's their offensive playmaker. According to them, they don't apparently have one. Oh, the Jets have a red pepper. I was yeah. like, who on the team is is Peppers? We're, we're they're, not, these peppers. they're not all called Peppers. It's just Jabril Peppers. Okay. Now they're all called Peppers. But, like, look at this. That they is, have a lot of blue, though. They have a ton of blue. This isn't, like, ratemyprofessor.com. Okay, but this is pathetic. This is pathetic. They have one green play. They basically have one player worth keeping around, according to Daniel Jeremiah. It's Christian Barmore. Everyone else is either old, has contract concerns, or is young and unproven. That's the roster. That's it. It's horrible. It is a really horrible evaluation. I'm not saying the evaluation yeah. process. It's just, it's bleak. And again, I'm sorry, but it's top of mind to me. Like when you look at Dynasty, what Dynasty has going on is a five-win team, but a much better foundation going into that season than and when Bill Belichick did what he did than what this team is doing here. And that's the other thing is like when the Patriots had great defenses, not everybody on the defense was a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, Teddy Bruschi's not going to be a Hall of Famer. McGinnis isn't going to be a Hall of Famer. But you needed, like, one or two, you know? Like, you needed a couple of Rodney Harrison or Richard Seymour or one of those guys who was just sort of a talent-wise step up above from everybody else. And they don't really have that. They have a good defense. They have solid players on the defense for sure. But they don't have that one sort of elite guy right now. So, look, they're also a blank canvas. They can spend whatever they want in free agency. They have the number three pick. They have the 34th pick, which is almost a second first round pick. So I think they can upgrade their talent overnight, but they need to upgrade their talent. Uh, let's get to some of these phone calls. We got some Celtics calls waiting patiently. Every time we talk dunk contest, people have uh, really started to line up. Bernie and Methuen, go ahead. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing hey, well. Good. First time call, a long time listener. Welcome, Bernie. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um... I think, you know, the Celtics, their progress this year has made really good strides. I see some improvements where they need to be done with their ball handling, their turnover issues. And the thing that bugs me the most about the regression that I still see from last year, and I'd like your opinion on this, is, you know, the constant complaining of our two superstars. Okay, do you think that's gotten any better this year? I think I'm just blind to it now. (laughs) There are certain things that I've just accepted I had to live with. One is Jalen Brown turnovers, and the other is Tatum whining to the refs. I I cannot 
uh, may, like uh, our our buddy John in the car said, maybe Brad Stevens got to me. I don't think Tatum's been as bad this year. I don't think he has. I don't think he has either, but I also wonder if everyone just does it so much now like that it's just you don't even notice anymore, which I think is sort of what Mega was getting at. Like Every single player, every single good player on every single yeah, team and, does this. And thing. honestly, maybe it's because Smart's gone and Grant Williams is gone, because those ones would really annoy me. Yeah. And so it's like now well, it's those kinda, would turn into like a conference. Yeah, and now it's just a now it's just Tatum, really? Like who else is whiny on the team to the rest besides Tatum? I mean... It's not holiday. It's not Zingas white. talks not white. a little bit. Chris Porzingis gets no, teed up Porzingis a healthy amount. No, Por- yeah. Porzingis actually, that's fair. Porzingis. But like... What? Uh, yeah, I... But like no smart and no Grant Williams probably means I'm just more willing to tolerate Tatum because before it was all three of them, and I'm like at least Tatum's good I can handle that. You're a superstar whining about calls. Well, that's the NBA. Mm, tough. John in the car says you're being a green teamer again. I know. I just I just said that. I Defending just said John. John Tino. called me out. I mean he's not wrong. Uh, Bob is in Newton. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, hi. Didn't Brown just get teed up a couple of times in the last couple of weeks? Uh, Tatum. Tatum rest. did, I believe. Did Brown as Brown. well? Brown. Brown. Well, that was wow. that you're talking about Duncan Robinson, the tingle. oh yeah, oh I'm sorry, oh, yeah, that right, was yeah. kind of a different right, right. scenario. Yeah, well, and so Brown's been pretty bad this year. Yeah, but that's not whining to the refs. I don't think Brown's. I don't think Brown's ever really bad at it. I that that was Jalen Brown got ejected from a game this year. I think for arguing he with did. the refs. Yeah, back in like December, I want to say. I'm pretty sure that happened. Uh, you guys up. have you guys have a better memory than me. I I I've been bitching about the Duncan Robinson stuff all week, and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? I I didn't even remember that. So, but I I don't mind. Getting yeah, he teed got ejected up. against the Knicks on December eighth. He was he was sitting on the bench. Okay, I don't yeah. mind getting teed up. Like it showed to That's me right. that yeah. that the Celtics cages are a little rattled and Jalen's a little rattled, and it was a dirty play by Jalen. I mind it less when you're getting into it with the other team and get teed up. It gets annoying when it's the refs. So Tatum's the only one I think is really bad at it. Porzingis is probably worse at it than I'm giving it credit for. Uh, but look, when it's not Smart and uh, Grant Williams and Tatum, all three of them, waving their arms and yelling at the ref every single whistle, it's a little more tolerable. I don't think it's as bad as last year, but maybe Tatum hasn't gotten any better. Fair. 617-779-7937. That's Green Teamer Jones with Mego and Arcan here on WEEI. Uh, speaking of which, what do we have coming up in Meg's planning there, Mego? Do you have any um, pet names for your significant other? Uh, Not that I can say well, on the air. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> okay. I want to get into this because I came across something, and it's been adopted a little bit inside my household, oh. and I don't like it. Meow. But uh, we're, we're, we'll just dig into this. I also got a few messages about pet names that people have, and they are all very good. <laughs> okay. I'm excited to get into this. That's Meg's planning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right after trending with call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
get in on the discussion. All topics we've covered here in the first hour Longer and a half guys. plus. Yeah, so what is the singles seem like? Well, women lowering their standards. Uh, all these <laughs> things that we've discussed. Jones and Mego on WEEI. I had no hesitancy in saying he is going, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to a- ask him the exact same questions that I've asked every other person that sits mm-hmm. down in that chair and answers. The difference is, in some cases, Bill didn't want to answer those questions, which is why you hear me asking it. When other people just answer the question, their answer just goes in, right? So that's what it was like. It was just, hey, you know, I, I really respect this guy, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him the questions that need to get asked. That's Matt Hamachek, the director of Apple TV's The Dynasty. We talked to Jeff Benedict executive producer and the author of the book came out in 2020 uh, i got my copy here if you're watching on twitch so i think that answer was very interesting from uh matt hamachek on bill and just asking him questions and one thing you've already seen a little bit mego and jeff benedict told us this as well and it's a stylistic choice they made in this series that i think was a good one they do stick with some of the subjects like a second or two, maybe longer than you would normally see. Like, it's not a tight edit on some of these guys, right? And maybe that's the beauty of having 10 episodes. It's not a real tight edit. So with a lot of the interviews, Drew Bledsoe is very prominent in the first two. I'm sure we're going to get more of this with Bill, and you've seen more than I have. I've only seen the first two episodes. Um, They stick like a beat or two after they're done talking, and you can kind of see... Bledsoe's wife was another one. They talked to Mora Bledsoe at one point. And you can kind of see, like, the emotion and kind of feeling their way or thinking back through what they just said and kind of the weight of it. And it lets you kind of experience it and feel it. And with Bill, I have a feeling we're in for some real awkward and uncomfortable exchanges. We didn't get a ton of that in the first two. You got a little bit of it. Very stiff, very resistant. (laughs) We said this to Jeff earlier. He's like... Well, did he come across as super willing to do it? We're like, no, no, he didn't. I think we're in store for a lot of that with Bill. And I'm honestly looking forward to it. I am too. I think it's going to be one of those like uncomfortable watches. You know, like if you've ever watched Nathan for You or one of those shows where it just makes the audience uncomfortable. And that's the intention. Because I think something that, that Jeff Benedict said when he was on with us that was really interesting to me is he's an author first. So he worked for a long time on this book that the docuseries is based on. And he went through and wrote the entire book. And he says, but it's different with the camera because you can only get get so much through on the page. And Tom Curran was talking about this with us yesterday too. Like it removes the middleman because it's just the camera in the person talking, and there is a lot that comes across in the body language. You were talking about some of the people in the first two episodes, you know, whether they're loose, whether they're fidgeting, uh, the expressions that they make. Like, I have heard the Tom Brady draft night story 3,000 times, okay? And I've seen it over and over again. Yeah. Have you, ever heard, have you ever heard that Brady went up to Robert Kraft and said, you're the best yeah. decision this organization, I'm the best decision this organization has ever made? I don't know what it was for whatever reason when Brady Sr. started talking about Bill Belichick calling the house. Got a little dusty. And you, and you saw Bill Belichick that first time you've ever seen the footage of him on the phone calling the Brady household. And then Brady Sr., his eyes well up and he chokes up and says that he's a Patriot. I'm not a, I'm not a Patriots fan. 
and I'm getting choked up on the treadmill at the gym, like, and then he was, and then he was a patriot. <laughs> yeah. He was for 20, was, for 20 years, they and they had no idea. And it was so beautiful. And fathers and sons. <laughs> yeah, it was right. like that. But then, I think uh, a lot of that comes. Cats I was literally <laughs> just gonna say, put on cats in the cradle. That's exactly what I was gonna say. But it's a, it's. A, I think that's why, like, they do a really good job uh, showing the emotion coming across because they sit with people like a beat or two long, and it feels natural. Yeah, with a bunch of people, like being in the room. But with Bill. With Bill, I think you're going to get a different vibe. Yeah, and, I think that's more going to be like I'm climbing out of my skin. Yeah, and Arkan already said this earlier, but like Bill was very joking with the me. It's it's striking to see just in it's real like time. like a different guy. Yeah, no, he, yeah. he is. And this is some of what Curran told us yesterday, too. Um, he feels like a different guy, exactly. And so some of Bill's downfall is related to that, I think, where he thought he was above all of it. Like in 2001, he had to play ball. They were 5-11. and 11. He was... Fired in Cleveland. I mean, he was burned in effigy in Cleveland. I mean, he was, I mean, worse. And so that's how it went in Cleveland. He was a joke. He was a laughingstock. And and Jeff Benedict said this to us before. It's not earth-shattering or anything, but, like, Bill was borderline unhirable. He, the Boston Herald called him pond scum when they brought him in. And so that that was a bold decision by Robert to bring him in. But Bill knew it. I mean, Bill knew he had to sell people. And Bill knew he had to win people over and he had to play the game. And they were coming off a bad year. They were 5-11 and 11 in year one. year was a bad year. They lost the first two games of 2001. And so he had to play ball. But later on in his career, he not only did he not have to, he felt like it was beneath him. I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have to answer to uh, definitely not the media or the fans. Talk about pond scum. Like... Uh, subhuman is how Bill treated the media, which is fine. Whatever. People don't like the media. That's fine. But that's how he treated Robert. Who doesn't like the media? That's how he treated Robert and everybody else. Like, just, that's how Bill treated everyone. He didn't have to answer to anyone. I'll take Cole Strange. F you. Matt Patricia and, and Joe Judge can call plays for me. You don't know what you're talking about. They're good coaches. And if you don't like it, screw you. The media... It's the group that I call the scribes. Yeah, I mean, like, that's about it. That's, yes. as, that's as close as you got to Bill's feelings on the, the media in the first two episodes. His pal from high school, Ernie Adams, or prep school, or wherever they went, you know, answering for Bill there. The like, more, there's just a lot of people who don't have a clue what they're talking about, frankly. That's Bill. Uh, the more I watch this, the more I do hope that Bill does some sort of project of his own just so we get more of his perspective. Because the fact that he only came there for a you, day hang on. and only sat has? down for a little bit. You don't think Bill's already done that? Like a postmortem, I mean. Like, you know, like a retrospective. I know he's done like the football life and some stuff do like that. Do your job. And do your job life, and things like that. But for nine, him now. I think 95 Browns, those I are want, all Bill's. They side. are. They're all Bill projects. I understand that. But something in, in this vein. The fact, I'm disappointed that he only sat down for a couple hours one day and he wasn't, you know, forthcoming and all of that. Well, because it lets everybody else tell the story and tell his part of the story. Like, I don't want to hear Ernie Adams talking about this. But Even there though, are some experts in New England on football. Like, I do like him, and I do like his contributions. But these are things I'd rather Bill were saying instead of just this boilerplate, yeah, you know, Brady was better and he was good in practice and all that crap. Like, we know that already. I'd, I'd like there to be more of a... But Bill was given the opportunity he to was, do that. He was, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's to. what I'm disappointed by. I'm disappointed in him for not taking that opportunity, and I do hope somewhere in the future that we do hear more of a rebuttal from him, I guess. Well, you don't want to hear that? No, no, I want to hear it. I, I think we're definitely going to be getting that in the media. I want, will we get a Bill doc? I mean, I'm sure we'll get something like this from Bill. I'm just thinking of like a really weird docu series that Bill does. 
Explain. <laughs> just like, did my job. Veers off into a did my job. into tons of lacrosse and navy, and it's like, wait, what does this have to do with? This is who I am. You know, if you're not in the building, you don't really know. I mean, what it would be, it would be, it'd be more with his. It'd be more education of a coach style. When they, right? when like they, it'd be, it'd be yeah. like, let's go back to Annapolis and let's go, let's really get into like. No, we didn't have digital. Oh, the, by the, the way, the footage from like what his dad had, had at Navy. Ice picks. When they went back to Debbie Belichick, the old I footage. I said to Cat, yeah. I said, Boy, ringer, I was like, ringer for Steve Belichick. I mean, oh, you think? carbon copy. Well, Steve still has that same haircut that he did back in the, uh, the <laughs> no, old uh, footage. Her face is his face. Oh, definitely. I was thinking about that when they showed her. I'm like, boy, you know, they're probably around the same age from that. I mean, she might be a little bit older oh, in that really footage. Older. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I don't know. But you don't. But you don't. You don't hear from her much. I was like, uh, boy, that'd be an interesting interview. If anybody ever got a, an interview with Debbie Belichick, wow. that'd be just an like one. a carbon copy, though. I was like, wow. I'll have to. I'll have to rewatch. But yeah, you saw some old footage of you know from like the nineties. When was that? Like Giants footage or Browns footage? Maybe it was, that was the Browns. Browns footage, it was Browns because yeah. she was talking yeah, about yeah, right. the kids ride the bus to school. And, and, oh, and they the kids hear are getting things. older, and they're here exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Cleveland footage, I guess. So you know, early to mid nineties. Uh, but yeah, she'd be an interesting interview. Ryan, have you gotten Randy Moss yet? I've texted him several times. He said he's going to send me uh, some some footage from the sideline of a high school just, football We should have just raided Jeff Benedict's phone, K. Adams right. style. We should have right. just we should have just taken his phone and just gotten all the numbers. We should have just done that. Why didn't we do that? He I was here. Know. This is cruel, though. The, the ESPN two is doing this now. When we get to the segment that I'm supposed to drive every day, they put on a lacrosse game. They just start a lacrosse game over your head, and you can't focus. It's hard for me. Okay, so something about that chair. You know, it was Fourier before. He could not uh, sit still. No, and it's now Mego's about- there and she's well, his lacrosse, needs, lacrosse up there. His leg border line needs to be amputated. So, you sure, know, yeah. I mean, I understand why he's unfocused. Mario uh, Lemus. <laughs> let's get to let's Mego, focus. Let's get to okay. it right now. I'm explaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. I asked this before the break, but I'll ask it again. Do you have nicknames, pet names in your relationship? Well... And are you willing to share them no, or there? No, I, I will. I'm just saying, I don't know how much we use them anymore. But oh. I would say early in the relationship, there were some there were some pet names, yeah, for See, sure. I have kind of universal pet names in my house uh-huh. where everything is BB. BB. Yeah, like a baby. Like baby. So it's like a baby dog. Sure. The Mister Who is sometimes BB, but also sometimes everybody is Hoss. <laughs> so Mister Who will be Big Hoss, and my dog will be Little Hoss. And if Mister Who, like, I walk in and he's eating like a giant burger or something, I'll be like, "Oh, big hoss! Oh, big hoss! <laughs> taking down big burger there, big hoss!" Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we did the very. You call cat big hoss? No, <laughs> no. So, I mean, Megos asked me this before, but we sexy hoss. We'll call each other. We call each other by our last names for a long time. Like many people in my life, call me Jones. You know, friends, and she. So she picked up on that. I called her by her last name for a long time. And I still do it periodically, not not all the time, but I do. I still didn't do know it. this until I was on a boat with DJ Bean, and he yeah. was he, he said your wife's last name, and I was like, yeah. or her old last name, yeah. and I was so like, her, what? So her maiden name, which she hates, is is Germ, and so I I I will call I still call her Germ periodically. I a think lot. it's a great name. A lot of my friends call her Germ is still. It spelled she like hates germ? it. It's spelled you, like it's spelled like Germ. Correct. She yes. hates it, and you call her that. Well, That's nice. yes, correct. Yes. Uh, Shut up, germ. The other one, the other one that we did for a while, and this it kind of extended his way down to the dog, 
And I don't remember how this <laughs> it always goes to the dog. I don't remember how this started, but we call it, we uh, it, it had something to do with you know uh, I I don't remember just being bums and just laying around and not doing anything. But we would, uh, hinder is the other thing we would say hinder like you're a like you're a butt like hinder <laughs> like you're like you're like you're sitting around like you're a butt. And yeah, hinder is something that we we I don't I don't know how often we do that anymore. Yeah, nice. Uh, but yeah, that was one that we used among the other boring. Yeah, babe, hey babe, how you doing, babe? That was one we dropped early. But I would you know you're new in a relationship. I tested. I took that one for a test drive. I can't think of anything that is else. A cute one. Those are those are all the pet names. Arcan, care to share? Don't really have any. No, that's really? A lie. That's, do you wish a, you did? That's a lie. Mm-hmm. That's a defensive lie. Oh, Christian, he want to, I don't he's know. Yeah, he's embarrassed. Christian I swear is to God, not a pet name. One. That's the your man, first name. I'm saying, Christian, it's not like there's an easy name to make a nickname. Well, the it's man, not. You don't make it out of the person's Sometimes name. Sometimes people not. Oh, really? Okay. So, like, so. How embarrassing is it? Because yesterday he told he willingly told us that he committed borderline international fraud. Yeah. Like it was a heist. He could be on a government No, I broke the law. Stealing a Playboy from a Hudson News or whatever. Yeah. And he won't. He won't tell us the pet names. I so, honestly, so how, there, are, so there how, isn't one. How embarrassing is that? I bring this up because I've I'm come across book. this a couple times on Reddit, and Mister Who brought it up to me, and now he's <laughs> trying to make it a thing. Hang on. What? The Twitch chat wants to know what you call Cadillac's aunt is what they want. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah right, well, exactly. Yes. Okay, so fair. this is like you know people on Reddit will weigh in on looking for relationship advice. So she says, I a female. And my boyfriend currently live together. We've been together for four months. Ooh, to explain why we're living together at the four-month mark, we started out as roommates but then started dating. I have to say my boyfriend has never been good at pet names. Some early ones were Little little Stubster. <laughs> Cute. And Little Stubster. Sour Meat. Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> sour Meat? Little Stubster and Sour Meat? I think a girl called me that once. <laughs> It oh, didn't work out. I just, I mean, I'm sorry. We're saying these are good nicknames or bad <laughs> nicknames. Keep going. I'm, taking, I'm taking notes. It keeps going. They need hey, too sour much explanation. Meat. What time's dinner? Yeah. <laughs> it keeps going. One of my nicknames for him in comparison is Little Bird. Okay. Anyway, yeah. about two little weeks bird. ago, I mean, what's worse, Little Bird or st- I think I'd take Little Bird over Stubster. <laughs> I take it over sour meat. <laughs> little bird implies you have a little bird. Like, I gotta, I don't, you know. What do you think Stubster implies? <laughs> well, yeah, but the guy was calling her Stubster. Okay. Oh, that was him yeah. to her. Right? Oh, got it. Yeah. How about how about Stubster and Sour Meat? That's not a bad radio name. <laughs> okay. It's like anyway, a, that's like a wacky morning going. show. It is, yeah. yeah. Anyway, about two weeks ago, he started calling me Tony Pizza. Tony Pizza? <laughs> this, I don't think this is real. I, I, like, I don't think this is real. I like Tony's Pizza. <laughs> this doesn't even make sense, and he uses it more often than my actual name. He is obsessed and honestly bothers me. He can't bother to find a somewhat nice nickname for me. I have had a couple conversations with him about it, but he says he can't think of anything better. What do I do? Is this going to become a bigger problem or should I even address it? I hate being Tony Pizza. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Better than sour meat. I wouldn't address it. I wouldn't address it. I would just leave in the in a shroud of darkness. I would leave under the cover of night. Uh, yeah, those are not flattering nicknames. And even if you had a great story, you I, still have to tell the story, which just, it, it, the fact you have to explain it means it's bad. If I started at Sour Meat, I'm going to embrace Tony Pizza. Like, you call me Tony Pizza all you want. I'm in your phone as Tony Pizza. Go ahead. Because that's rough. Do they explain the genesis of any of these nicknames, or they just say she, here's no, the nickname? No, she says this doesn't even make sense, and he uses it far more often than my actual You don't just start calling name. someone Tony Pizza for no reason. 
I'm trying to like some sort of pizza what? incident must oh, have happened. Oh, like like she walks in and pizza falls on her lap, and he says, to "No, your right? Tony pizza maybe, now? Maybe they fought over like a frozen pizza drunk one night or like, something okay, like that. Okay, Tony yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I should text Cat. Well, had, Tony pizza over. Cat for years had me in her phone as something. What was it? Let me sour try to, meat. Let me try. It was sour. Was it sour meat? <laughs> Little stubster. <laughs> little little meat. <laughs> Big <laughs> tongue. Let me try to I'll try to figure that out before the end of the show. What was what was I? I don't Twitch remember. chat says uh, Jones calls his wife mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh gross. I've heard people do that. That's like well, an old timey thing. No, okay, so yeah. Okay, but hang I, on, wait, wait, hang on. You have a child now. Yes. Because we will be a lot like, of nicknames for the child. That's doesn't really Yeah, apply that's here, well that's yeah. true, but do you do you ever like sometimes I do actually like I'll be like I'll call cat mom sometimes. Oh yeah, you know, but I'll that's that. but that's 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 we're getting, still on Mama and Dad. So yeah, it's there's getting a lot of into a weird area, sure. though. You know, like oh, yeah. that is getting into a weird Freudian area. Like, I am mommy. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but that it's that has started borderline Oedipus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't like that. I had a high school boyfriend whose whole family was from like very further south in Virginia, and they would sit. They called everyone like mother father and sissy so they'd be like can you ask sissy what time her appointment is tomorrow and don't i'm like, like yeah I don't, oh. like I don't like that i don't like that go there's- ask your sister wife if she wants to come to church today. <laughs> <laughs> there's a book there's a book that i uh, i read to lucas and now lucas can read a, a little bit humble brag Called sister wives no, no no yeah and so in the book they they it's uh, they call the dad daddy which i don't like mm. right it's an uncomfortable he doesn't call you daddy he calls me dad Really, Daddy? Yeah, is he no. like a fully formed eighteen? Yeah, I don't know. I, but like, I don't, I don't like that. But he can now read, and he's like, "Hey, it says Daddy there. It doesn't say Dad." And I'm like, "Yeah, don't do, don't pay attention to that." Really? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Kind of surprises me. What's that? I thought all daddy? little kids said Daddy. I don't. I, I don't or think Dada. so. Calls me Dad. I don't. Okay. Um. But I got a couple messages about what oh, people's significant others call them, and they call them. Good. These were my two favorites. Okay. One person said we call each other butters, but for <laughs> short. For short, we call each other butts. Butts. Yeah. yeah. That's not that far from home. That's not that different than Hinders. Yeah. Mm-mm. Someone else said, I call my wife pants because one time she got on the Bruins Jumbotron dancing in yellow pants. <laughs> so she was forever pants. That's, a good, that's my favorite one. That so is, that's much better than sour my meat. college roommate and her boyfriend used to call each other poop. So they'd be like, what's up, poop? A lot of butt stuff this segment, I gotta <laughs> say. It's, I mean, it's you got big, Hinders, you got Butters, you got poop. Like, I mean, you know. We have a quota that we have to fill in. Poop. Yes. Hey, what's we going on? We gotta get a sponsor for this. Little poopy. One of these plumbers. Yeah. What was little, was Lil Poopy? Lil Poopy was a well, still is. I think he's a still rapper. Is. Yeah, a that's rapper, what it was. Yes. Yeah, exactly. From uh, Brockton, maybe I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Pet names. Ar- I can't believe Arkham won't. Arkham won't share his. I honestly, if I had one, I would. You think I wouldn't share it? Of course I would. He's Tony Pizza. Am I one to, <laughs> Do you to think withhold he's in this segment? He's embarrassed that yes, Cindy wrote on I wish Reddit. I had one. Listen to him. Wrote on Reddit. I'm an open book. I am. I've never heard of, you know, everybody else say that. I'm an open book. I've never met a couple no po- that doesn't No politician have... is like, I'm, I'm, I'm You don't I'm even open. say, like, babe? I share everything. Yeah, exactly. Not babe. really, no. Oh, not My really, babe. No. I mean, maybe once or twice, but not. it's not like a common but I, nickname. But I've, I've, I have, that was one when we were first dating. It was like, hey, babe, how you doing, babe? There was a lot of that, and that's, dro- that's dropped from our relationship, Too thankfully. Too yeah, I don't know. It just it's it's a little nauseating. It's a little schmoopy, is what it is, right? Yeah. Babe true. is like an early on. Yeah, if that right. keeps going years later. It means things yeah, aren't going. Yeah, great. right. You're kind of like trying yeah. to feel out what to call each other. But again, like it, like it extends to the dog. You just call everybody everything. Very Jan and Michael Scott, you know, yep. the, at the dinner party. Exactly. Hey, babe, <laughs> can you check on the Asabuco? Like, you know, it's like eh, not a good situation. No, right. Exactly. Too much, babe. Exactly. 
All right, we'll try to get this out of Arcan. I've texted Kat. We'll see if she answers. What, what did I used to be in her phone as? I can't remember. I'm going to DM Cindy. Go for it. And see if she will tell us what she calls you. Okay. Imagine if she was the source of this Reddit post. Tony, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. Arcan's like, oh. he tries to call me I'm texting right at Tony Pizza. Don't tell her anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can jump in line for Rich Keefe. He comes your way at 6 o'clock, 617-779-7937. We have Bet Roulette. Picks for the weekend next. I hate being Tony Pizza. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. It's been seven years since an all-star has been in the dunk contest. What convinced you to, to want to be in the contest at this stage in your career? Um, honestly, I, I think I'm in my athletic prime, uh, and I think it'll be fun. I wish more uh, top players slash athletes um, decided to compete in the dunk contest. You know, I grew up watching that, and, you know, that's what I love. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that comes back around. When's the last time you were in a dunk contest? Last time? I don't think I've ever been in one. Really? I don't think so, no. That's kind of surprising you weren't in one in like high school or something. Nah, I've never been. I don't think I've ever been in like an official one. Um, so this would be, you know, this would be a first for me. I find that impossible to believe. I, I, like, I'm sure Jalen's telling the truth, but like, He's never been in a real dunk contest. Never? That's shocking. He only played one year in college. I know, but he was like, was he a McDonald's All-American? He must have been. Yeah. Like, I feel like they have dunk contests at that. There are college dunk contests. He never did anything when he was in high school? Like, never? Not even just like a casual dunk contest? Well, so this is what he said. He said an official, an official one. one. So what, oh, I, what I'm sure he okay. means is like me and my buddies like have dunk contests. Or like maybe at Celtics practice, they'll have one. But, like, an actual official one where, you know, there's judges and whatever. Like, I know the McDonald's All-America game has one. This makes me a little more nervous for his performance. Because someone time. like Mac McClung, like, this is all he does is dunk contests and dunk videos. Uh, look, I think Jalen should win it straight up anyway. Like, you're in the NBA. Like, Mac McClung? Hey, what are you? You're losing to, you know, the Globetrotters and Generals and things like this? Like, he's he's not a real player. Yeah, but he won it last year against real players. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He won it against scrubs. This, okay, but they were NBA an, players. Okay, but they're like, who were they? Who this do you is mean? an all-NBA player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Like, oh, my just... God, I remember. It was Obi Toppin. Thank you. Trey Murphy the third, the sharpshooter from the yeah. uh, Pelicans, and Jericho Sims, I believe, was That's the last not a field. Jericho Sims was the one with the envelope. That's yeah. right. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not a field. So it's like... This... Obi Toppin's a real player. Okay, but Tatum's an all-star and all-NBA player, to Mego's point. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a diff- this is a different stratosphere. Jalen has no excuse not to win. This is why this is why all-stars don't do it and why high-level players don't do it. LeBron's too afraid. LeBron ruined the dunk contest. You know, for, his, for his, as much as I now give LeBron a pass on a lot of stuff, he deserves blame for this. Like, he ruined the dunk contest. He, he was too afraid to go there and lose. His ego couldn't handle it. And so I give credit to Jalen for participating in it, but if he loses to Mac effing McClung, or Obi Toppin's brother from the G League, or rookie Jaime Jaquez, who I'm shocked is even in the dunk contest. Is he? Can he jump? 
<laughs> Guess we'll find out. I liked him at UCLA. I've like seen I him dunk maybe twice. I'm aware. I like. I'm aware of him, but like I kind of. Th- I I didn't think he was like a high flyer. Like, oh, cool. I can't do that. But if you can. don't win the dunk contest, other stars aren't going to want to do it. So I bet he gets a very, very, very favorable. I bet. I get. I bet Fixes he gets very in. favorable judging. Is what I bet. It certainly helps the future of the contest if he wins. Yeah, and they they're what incentivized. If, what if there's they're what incentivized if there's to hand it to him. though about there probably will be there might be like what if what if Mac McClung because this is all he has so his camp behind the scenes sets up like a bunch of potted plants that Jalen has to go out and water yeah right he's just too distracted like That's Dwight Howard was all in they're like ooh you know what no because then Jalen hurts his hand and ooh, he can't dunk you can't use the right side of the court oh oh you can only go left that would be that would be, be tough that'd be you know what else I'm thinking of? Sinister. What if and um, what if somebody hacks the LED court? What if somebody hacks into it and puts Arkan's se- Instagram out <laughs> there? Have you, have you seen? Yeah. Oh, that's very distracting. And that's it's true. Big booty court. I'm asking rhetorically because I know we've all seen it, but like I don't know if listeners have seen this LED court is insane. It's ugly. I can't stand it. It looks like Arkan on the Twitch. <laughs> it does actually. <laughs> How did how did Jeff Benedict look so good? And Arcan looks terrible. You know what? It's an Arcan. It is an Arcan thing. I guess so. Like Jeff Benedict looked fine. Yeah. Jeff Benedict. No problem wonderful. at all. Same same camera, same seat, same. Courtney everything. sits here in the morning. No it problem. It really is simply an Arcan. I sit here and I'm we, you know we just in heaven. It. That's an Arcan thing. <laughs> this is why he can't be in this studio all the time. Insane. Why does this keep happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't happen when I sit in another seat though. That's a great point. Are you we know? sure? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I've know. done shows with you, Mega, where I sat I over know. there and I didn't uh, look like that. I don't know. Fair. Something about you. Let's uh, let's get to some picks for the weekend here in uh, Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f- around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K, the number four, one eight seven seven cars for kids I hit last night on Minnesota. I've been told Mego hit as well. I'm trying to remember what you took. Memphis, uh, she took Memphis to cover against uh, Milwaukee, mm. and they won outright. Yeah, money line Milwaukee's there, yeah. just straight garbage, right? And Arkan lost. You lost your bet there? I sure did. What was it? Yeah, the Bruins. Bruins line. minus one oh, and a half. Yeah, Bruins puck line. I thought it was their uh, get, nice. get right game. Wolf a room. Going to have to wait another day for that, I guess. Okay, well, we didn't hit. It was plus 781. That would have been a nice payday. Uh, but we missed. But uh, I blew it. Well, not yeah, not we. Arkan missed. Uh, why don't you roll there, Mego, if you would? A little backspin off the off the Diet Coke can. It's a Ryan. one. Ryan's very upset. Uh, All right. One. I don't care. It's Friday. <laughs> it is a one. And uh, question one is, who will the dunk contest finalists be? Not who's going to win the thing, but who are going to be the final two. There's only four. So uh, which combination easy. of dunkers do you think will easy, make it? Easy. Easy. McClung and uh, Jalen Brown. Wow. I, I feel like I know they have the best odds, but they have the best odds because they're the most likely to be the final two. And Jalen should win. For However. some reason on FanDuel, you can't bet on the outright winner, but you can bet on the finalist. Uh, Jones's role is a four. That's and insane. that four. You can't bet on the winner? I don't Do know why. Do they think that you're going to like influence this huh. single person? I'm not sure. Maybe the odds moved, and I just couldn't get to it when I when I tried. But Ryan and I were looking for it, Arcan. and you can only get the finalist. Arcan, what did you do to your camera now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I give up with this thing. Uh, number four is the Kings and the Bruins on Saturday. Uh, we're going to call that one a pick 'em. The odds are pretty close there. What do you think, Jones? Can the Bruins get right against the Kings uh, at home tomorrow? Yep. Pick 'em? Yes. Puck line, I would have been afraid to go there, but pick 'em? Hell yeah. They've been called out. They were supposed to get right last night. Arcand is right about that. 
but they're going to beat the Kings straight up. I'll take the Bees in a pick em, uh, So that's my pick. Arcan, one of you All go. right, here we go. Arcan for three. Way, just way short. And that's a six. Embarrassing. And that is college basketball, not just any college basketball, but Ivy League action. The Brown Bears at Jadwin Gymnasium in Princeton taking on the Tigers. They are 13.5-point underdogs. They suck, and Princeton's pretty good this year. They're like 17-3 and three. overall. They have a pretty good conference record, so I'm going to go ahead and say that the Tigers cover a big spread, uh, to be fair, but I think that they can uh, handle the Bears very easily here. 13, I'll take a minus 13.5. Okay. Oh, 13.5, excuse yes. me. Princeton by 13.5, says Arkan. I got the Bruins money line, just to pick them, uh, against... I already forgot who they're playing. Against the Kings. Thank you. LA the Kings. LA Kings and Mego is picking the combination for the dunk contest. Jalen and Mac McClung. In the finals. Can they be uh Of combo? course they cannot be yeah, parlayed. I, I was going to say, I, I'm guessing with that weirdo dunk contest thing, it can't be parlayed, but those are our picks. Do what you want with them. Uh, I've been informed. I told you Hinder was a, a nickname. I couldn't remember what Kat had me in her phone as. Hinder? I barely know her. Many years. It was Heinz Ward. <laughs> Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. So it went from Hinder to Heinz Ward. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I remember we were, there was a time where uh, my friend, I wasn't here, I was calling Kat. She's like, whoa, you know Heinz Ward? She's like, no, that's Jones. It's just Jones in my phone. Uh, you can dial up Rich Keefe, 617-779-7937. Uh, he's got you here on a Friday. Everybody have a great weekend. We will be here on Monday, President's Day at 2 o'clock. We'll talk to you then. Sunday Mass at 11. And, yeah, tune in for Arcan on Sunday, 11 o'clock. We'll be here Monday at 2 on WEI. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.